What's up, guys? It's Jean here, and welcome to the Fesh Fit Podcast, where we talk about all things strength, conditioning, technique, and mindset to help you crush your dancing goals. So today, I actually wanted to do the podcast a little bit differently. Um, I had a completely other different topic planned, um, but I've been getting messages uh, recently from dancers who you know, are just in a place of feeling really disappointed right now and really bummed out. Um, and you know, scared with all this uncertainty going on. So I wanted to take some time to talk about how to manage this uncertainty, certainty, and how to deal with this disappointment when things are out of our control. So stay tuned guys, because I am super excited for this episode and I cannot wait to chat with you guys. I want to start off by talking um, about a message I received earlier today, um, and it was from one of my dancers um, that I work with, you know, regularly. And she um, was talking about, you know, how the worlds, how one of the leagues—I know CLRG's worlds are still on right now—and um, a couple of the other worlds are still on. But one of the other dance leagues, their um, worlds—it was just announced that it's canceled, um, and. I know for people right now that are getting ready for the CLRG worlds and still preparing, um, there's all this fear and uncertainty around whether it'll be, you know, whether it's even going on or not right now. Uh, meanwhile, St. Patrick's Day performances are in parades are being canceled left and right. So anyways, um, so I got this message and she was just talking about how disappointed and how, you know, devastated she was feeling over the worlds being canceled, which Yes, it is. I mean, that's extremely disappointing and very like that's sad. It's okay to feel sad. Like that sucks if you put in all this time and all this work and all this effort training for you know this competition and then it's not going to happen. Um, and I just want to remind you guys that it's okay to be sad and disappointed and scared. I think sometimes when we get in routine of things, and you know, I'm not saying I'm perfect here either too, um, I, I'm totally included in this, but when we get in the routine, when we get in routines, um, it's really easy for us to fall into this trap of thinking that everything is certain and that we know, you know, we plan everything out, we want everything to go exactly our way and that life is supposed to be about things going our way and feeling, you know, happy and positive at every moment. And that's just not true. <laughs> life, you know, isn't going to be. Life is filled with uncertainty. That's what life is. And we're not supposed to be happy all the time in life. That's not, you know, when we, I don't know, whatever you believe, but when we sign up for life, it's like the goal wasn't, there's never a promise of, hey, you're going to be happy all the time. We're humans. As humans, we have a range of emotions. And being sad and being disappointed and feeling scared, that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's not bad. Those are just different emotions that we experience here in life. And we aren't always going to feel happy. 
Um, we're allowed to feel sad and disappointed. So if you're feeling bummed out right now, if you're feeling, you know, kind of scared because you don't know what's next, if you're feeling shaky and because you're just not certain and you're a total planner, um, just take a deep breath and know that it's okay to feel that way. And I don't know about you guys, but I, you know, I believe that we're here in life to grow and serve and learn. And so if we're just happy all the time and things are always going our way, <laughs> we're not going to be able to do that quite as much because it's challenging experiences that really help us dive into ourselves and you know realize the strength we have and then also give us the opportunity to look around and think about how can we serve others. And right now, it seems like the way we can serve other people is by not, you know, is by isolating this virus and not spreading it all around. And, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I know everything about the virus because I don't. Um, <laughs> but from what I know, it's contagious. And, um, you know, we're trying our best to not spread it all around. Um, so right now, it's like we have the opportunity where we can look at this situation in two different ways. We can either, you know, sit, on, sit at home and think, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. Like, you know, this is canceled. That is canceled. All this wasted time all this stuff like we can look at almost play the victim here and think like why is this happening to me everything sucks um or we can turn that around okay and look outward and think what can i like first of all what can i do to serve here look inside and think what can i learn here and how can i grow here like we this can either be a terrible thing that we see happening to us or this can be an opportunity for us to serve, learn, and grow. And that's totally up to you. And guys, I just want to reemphasize here. I'm not saying that you can't feel sad and you can't feel scared and you can't feel disappointed. All of those things are okay. Those are normal. And that said, there's nothing wrong with it. Don't try to block that out and feel like, oh, but I have to be happy and positive. No, it's okay to feel sad. Sad isn't bad. But keep in mind, even as you're feeling sad, and even if you're feeling scared, or even if you're feeling uncertain and uncomfortable, you still have the choice whether you want to look at this for as this big thing happening to you and totally ruining, ruining you know, your dance plans, or you can look at it as an opportunity to become stronger, an opportunity to serve, an opportunity to learn about yourself and learn what's important to you and examine your relationship with competition and dancing. Um, yeah, so you have, you have the power here. <laughs> Um, okay, I also um, like to use these moments of uncertainty to practice trust. Okay, now it's really easy to say that we have amazing faith and we trust in everything, you know, and we trust in our higher power, we trust in the universe, or we trust in, you know, the people around us, whatever, we, whatever you trust in. It's really easy to have faith and trust when things are going really well. Of course we have, you know, faith and trust when things are going well. That's easy because we already see it going well. What's more challenging is that when things aren't going our way and when things are out of our power to still have faith and still trust. And that's what these moments, they teach us, 
right? Because it's a time where it's like, you know, we don't know what's really going, what's going to happen in the world right now. And, you know, and that's okay because as long as you keep, you know, believing in the greater good and believing in yourself and believing in those around you and believing in whatever your higher power is, it's like, you know, we can channel into that whenever we need to. So take this time to practice. Okay, this is a practice of faith. This is a practice of trust. This is a practice of letting go of having to plan every little detail and plan every little thing and freaking out when you don't know the future um, and practicing, you know, living in the present moment and practicing being okay with that feeling of not being certain. Um, because this isn't the first time. This is probably, I mean, if you are over the age of, we'll say like 16, okay, this probably isn't the first time. Um, you've had a time where things have been extremely uncertain and, you know, you're not sure what, you know, what to do and what's going to happen. Um, whether that be, you know, in work, whether that be in finances, whether that be in relationships, like there's so many times, there's so many different things that come up where, where something completely changes and we can't control it, but we can control how we react and how we decide to move forward. Um, Okay, so let's see. Um, yeah, so we talked about certainty. Guys, I usually have like a plan right in front of me for this. Uh, speaking of uncertainty, <laughs> I usually have an outline with all my podcast stuff, but this is kind of an on-the-fly, um, really wanted to just, you know, talk about this while it's still top of mind for everybody. Um, okay, um, so I also want to talk about this idea of panic. Because right now there seems to be a lot of like panicking going on. Um, and panic is like, there's never, panic never solves anything. Uh, I've never been in a situation where something goes bad and like panic is the answer. Panic is never the answer. Nothing, we can't think rationally when we're in this total panic mode. And I know you may be listening and thinking like, I can't control it, I just, I'm someone who panics. And yes, <laughs> you can control it. It takes practice. It takes patience. What I mean is we can choose whether we're going to go into full-blown panic mode, okay, or whether we are going to um, take a deep breath and think through how we want to react to things and think through how we want to handle particular situations. Either way, the situation is going to remain the same, okay? Like, either way, time's going to pass and we're going to have these experiences. And so we can choose if we want to be in full-blown planet panic mode in those situations and freak out and, you know, be totally stressed out. Or we can take a few deep breaths, okay? And it's just doesn't have to be anything overly complicated. Just taking a few really deep breaths, okay? Letting our heart rate come down. And then really taking a moment to think about what we can do you know, to help the situation and think about what we can do one day at a time versus, you know, or one day at a time or even like moment by moment, how we need to handle things um, versus looking at this giant picture and freaking out over everything. Um, so yeah, reminder, either way, this experience will pass and we have to make our own personal decision on how we want to react to it and how we want to react to this insert this uncertainty. 
All right, so last thing, um, this, I think, okay, so right now with all this, I, this is more specific to um, worlds. Um, so right now, like I said, CLRG, from the time I'm making this podcast on Friday, um, it hasn't been canceled. Um, but I know like there's a lot of back and forth over, you know, we're not sure what's going to happen. Um, and there was another, I can't remember what league it was, some other Irish dancing league, their world was canceled. So um, with, with this just feeling of, you know, this feeling of not knowing what's going to happen with worlds, um, if you're feeling like disappointed or feeling, you know, like really anxious over it or feeling like the world's going to end if worlds doesn't happen, um, and just feeling like this just overly not overly because I don't like you know I said no emotion is bad um but feeling like super distraught I guess that's more distraught over this whole situation um it makes sense because you did I mean there was a ton I'm sure you put a ton of work every person who goes to worlds puts a ton of work into training a ton of work to get there I mean this is a huge deal and extremely disappointing you know if it doesn't happen or if you're in a league where it was canceled you know it happening um but I want to challenge you I want you to challenge yourself I want to challenge you, man, English is hard today. <laughs> I want to challenge you on asking yourself, um, why do you dance? Okay. And I, like, hear me out here. Okay. I'm not discrediting anyone's feelings here, feeling sad, disappointed, like in this whole thing. Cause yes, it's that you, you have every right to be sad. You, it's totally understandable that you'd be sad, disappointed, devastated. But one, as you let those feelings process, okay, and as you let them run their course, ask yourself, why do you dance? Do you dance for a title? Do you dance for a singular goal? Or do you dance for that feeling of pure joy and bliss? And it's like everything else in the world melts away when you start dancing. Okay, do you dance for dance itself? Or do you dance for something outside of dance that those trophies, titles, you know, the status, like all that. Um, because like the, that pure joy and that bliss, that's the gift of dance. Everything else is fun icing on the cake. Like, yeah, it's fun to achieve your goals. It's, I mean, that's what I help dancers do. So I'm not going to say like, Oh, that's not important. Of course, that's fun. You know, it's fun to have big competitions and get all glammed up. It's fun to win trophies. It's fun to have that, you know, title of whatever it is, you know, whatever your goal was. But at the same time, guys, remember, dance is about dance. Dance is about that feeling and that connection to our body and our soul and that said that ability that we're given to create this joy and this love and this like feeling of pure bliss just by moving our bodies um so remember like when it comes to dancing so many things are no one can take away the gift of actual dance okay yes things can other things can be taken away from you Trophies can be taken away. Titles can be taken away. Competitions, you know, may be taken away right now. Rules can change. But teachers can, you know, move on. But there's 
no one can take that feeling of bliss from flying across the stage and that overflowing feeling of joy when dancing. And that's the most important gift when dancing. Like guys, if you right now, if you're competing, there's very, you know, there's going to come a day where you hang up your dancing shoes and you're done with the competitive part or you're done with the show dancing or you're done with whatever. But I can't tell you how important that gift is of being able to tune into that love and joy within you through dance. So like on days, I know like now on days where I'm feeling stressed out or anxious, it's like having that ability to go to the studio and just dance it out and refine that feeling of bliss. It is invaluable. And there's like, there's no trophy or no title or no, you know, competition or anything like that, that could even compare to the importance of that gift. So I want to just remind you guys of despite all this, you know, all this drama (laughs) going on, um, remember why you dance and remember to be thankful for that beautiful gift of being able to connect mind, soul, and body um, through dance. So yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I know this was kind of, I know this was actually a little bit longer than I expected. Um, And um, hang in there, guys. You know, you got this. Um, Keep focusing on, you know, just living in the moment. Okay, taking it day by day, breath by breath. Um, You can get through this. And remember, every experience we experience, um, we get stronger. And I don't mean that in like a cheesy, like, oh, it doesn't kill you, it makes it stronger. I mean that in a way of every time we have a new experience and, you know, we we almost like push our stress capacity, we build a higher tolerance. Because when that happens again, then we don't feel as, you know, it doesn't feel as stressful because we've experienced it and we've built our tolerance for what we can handle. So um, keep crushing it, guys. I hope everyone has a wonderful St. Patrick's Day, even though if you don't have a parade, if you don't have, you know, performances, Still just, I don't know, I might dance in my living room, actually, now I think about it. (laughs) Still dance for the joy of dancing.